Bev here, landlady at the Fox and Dragon. We hope you're enjoying Greenbourne, but there's plenty more stories to tell and we don't want to keep you guessing. We need your support to make another series. And you can help us do this through the Acast Show Supporter feature. You can give as much as you like and there's no regular commitment. Click on the link on the Greenbourne show page. Thank you. Next time you're in, have a drink on me. Episode 4. Written by Bev Doyle. Uh, I'm sorry, Mrs Lejeune. I I don't quite get what you're complaining about. That makes it even worse. And call me Evie, please. I'm not going anywhere. I can assure you of that. It was just my regular slot on the community radio. I don't think I said anything inflammatory, did I? You were discussing the upcoming village festival, were you not? The music festival and the summer fete. Surely no one can be upset at that. You weren't here, of course, last year when we had to cancel just about everything. I mean, we managed something like the traditional Easter egg hunt, but even that was socially distanced. I didn't come for a repeat broadcast. I can use the podcast facility if I want to listen again. I may be a senior member of the community, but I'm not senile. I never suggest you were. Really? Then why didn't I hear my name when you were talking about the festival steering committee? We've been working for months. We started last year on Zoom, and we didn't know when you'd be back. Good grief, I was stuck in the United States, not the space station. Elise knew where I was. We... We didn't think... You do realise I've been heading that committee since before you went to Sunday school? Well, yes. But we didn't know when or or if you'd be back. So it's a case of out of sight, out of mind, is it? No, of course not. But we're nearly there now and you're only just back home. Why not let others take the strain this year? There's always next time. (laughs) You sound happy. Yeah. Sorry about that. I actually say that you sounded more than happy. Like a man in love. I'm not seeing it. Not seeing what? Whatever this is about. What are you after? (laughs) That's where you are so wrong. This is all about what you obviously want. Look for yourself. You were taking pictures. Oh, come on. I'm not going to miss a photo op like that. My little brother and Cheat getting smoochy in the back of the cab. We were not. We're just... Um, cuddling? We were drunk. You were absolutely mortaled. That's why I had to collect you in the cab. Well, there you go, then. In Jaeger shop, Veritas, Lewis. Okay, you didn't quite get to tongs, but... But what? Okay, maybe I do want to. You think? Takes two, don't it? Look again. See any of him pushing you away? That's because I was the only thing stopping him from sliding onto the floor. He's not into guys. Mm, You sure about that? Because I'm not sure that he is. Well, it was not a done deal. You're still in with the shop. What? You think I'm not interested in him that way? Don't worry, I won't blab. It'll be more fun watching you tie yourself in knots. Daisy, you need to come down here. Oh, don't let her off the hook so easily, Dad. I'm not mucking about. The police are here. They want to speak to Daisy. What are you doing? Mm, Masticating. Stick to the day job, and that job says that you can't be eating breakfast now. Too early for lunch. I thought you'd be at the garage by now. 
There's two services promised for mid-afternoon and one's got to be taken for MOT. Then you should have told me. I did. Uh, you do know that if it only happens in your head, it's not telepathy. Just get your lazy ass down there. Now! Oh, for crying out loud. Now? Really? Why aren't you by your phone? Listen, I know that you were joking about us coming up to our three-month anniversary, but why the hell not? Be at the village signpost at two. I've got Jeep covering the garage and an anniversary surprise for you. He was in last night, you know. The Prince of Darkness. That forehead fella. I was right then. At least as far as you're concerned. Don't tell me. He and Bev couldn't keep their eyes off each other. They're cleverer than that, obviously. Oh, just you that's acting like an idiot, then. Easy for you to say. Not your wife. But you were watching them, weren't you? What else am I supposed to do? Depends what you want to achieve. If you want to make yourself crazy and end up driving away the very person that you're worried you might be losing, then you just keep on doing what you're doing. If you want to act like a grown-up and maybe save your sanity... You should lance this boil before it bursts over all of you. I thought we'd discussed all this. But we didn't come to any real conclusion, did we? We'll pay you all the back rent, I promise you. But we just need some time. The thing is, the lease is up soon. If we're not straight by then... You won't extend the lease? Hopefully it won't come to that... But I will need the arrears before we can begin a new lease period. But that's less than six months. That's so little time. <laughs> it's not forever, but it is ample. Very reasonable, I'd say. But neither the hairdressers or the cafe were able to function for most of last year. Everyone had a hard time last year. But you're up and running now, aren't you? Two businesses with one premise, shared overheads... You always showed a good head for figures when you were a child, Sandra. I've every confidence in you now. Feels like when you used to write, could do better on my school reports. And you always did, didn't you? Just do what you did at school. Apply yourself. You'll be surprised what you can achieve when you really want something. I guess we'll have to. Oh, of course I'm gutted. But it's not like it's Glastonbury, is it? It's an evening slot on a community radio station. A drive-time slot on a community radio station? I mean, that's a great show a lot, mate. Logan's handing you gold here. But tell me you didn't text him back and say no. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Well, I've got to tell you something. It doesn't make any difference. This is the one afternoon I can't. Because of your dad? Well, ain't that bad enough. Oh, hang on. I think there might be some paying customers relying on me to fix their cars. Like they've never had a garage so ready tomorrow. Look... Do it for me. For you? Damn right. I believe in you, G. You come with me? Try and keep me away. Maybe we should do this when you're not so busy. You stay right there, Mother. I said I want a word with you. Mother, is it, Elise? Must be bad. Driving my friend out of business. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Judging by the amount of back rent she owes, I'd say she'd been behind that driving wheel for a while. <laughs> I don't get you. You're always going on about how everything's about the village, and then here you are, trying to shut a bit of it down. I'm not trying to shut anything down. There's enough boarded-up units on our high street as it is. But what I am doing is looking after my business. 
But that's something I can't expect you to understand. <laughs> Open your eyes, Mum. I'm not here for my health. Certainly not here for Alan and Bev's. You're delusional, Mother. Who do you think feeds their customers? While running your own business out of the same kitchen. <laughs> so what? Everyone's happy. I scratch their backs, they scratch mine. But it's more than that, isn't it? From where I'm standing, Elise, it seems that you need to rely on siphoning off ingredients from your employers to run your own side gigs. And that is far from a sustainable or proper business model. I told you, Alan and Bev don't mind. Not while you're catering a beetle drive every other week. What happens if you want to scale up? You won't be able to hide a proper turnover in their books. Unless you pay for what you use, it's not only not a business, it's not even moral. <laughs> You're making me out to be a crook. Oh, there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything, Elise. I thought I'd brought you up to know that. Keep the change. Thanks. Actually, I think perhaps I shouldn't take a tip from you. Why ever not? Old copper's habits die hard. Rule one, never accept gifts from a suspect. Very commendable, but what am I suspected of? Not sure I want to spell it out too much. So much for the due process of law. OK. Cards on the table. Are we in the police station or the casino now? Just so I can keep up. I saw her go into your house. Oh. So, you admit it. Should I phone my lawyer? I mean, you're the expert. This isn't a joke. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but you were leading me into it. Listen, I appreciate how uncomfortable that must have been for you. And kudos for saying what's on your mind, but you really have the wrong end of the stick. So what were you two up to? Certainly not what you are thinking. I assure you of that. So tell me. I'm afraid that would betray a confidence. Then you have got something to hide. I haven't, but your wife certainly has. You could always ask her. But if you'll take advice from an ex-suspect, I'd leave it for a few days. And why would I do that? Because you might be pleasantly surprised. Cheers. I know. One of our mechanics had to go home sick, but it will be done and I'll deduct 10%. That still doesn't get me to my meeting on time. I hear you. And... I can't apologise enough. Sorry, I have to get this. Lisa, I tried to phone you. Yeah. Well, come on, it's not freezing. And I was looking forward to seeing you wearing it. It's Jeep. He's let me down. I'd booked a lunch and a room for us at that really nice hotel by the river. Well, I would if I could, believe me. Well, you could still go on your... Yep. Bad idea. But what can I do? How does a new gearbox sound? <sighs> she hung up. You don't say. Did you iron those shirts? Why? What's wrong with the one you're wearing? Oh. Jackson Pollock's been in for his half a stout, has he? Everything's a joke with you, isn't it? Calm down. It's a stained shirt, not a terrorist attack. Yeah, well, maybe if you were around here a bit more, then... Then uh... your shirts would be magically accident-proof, I suppose. Have you got something on your mind? As a matter of fact... Go on, then. You know what? Oh, Logan. Uh, they told me to come through. I brought those band demos. 
Well, isn't it Greenborn's unofficial rock monster's job to pick bands to play at the music festival? Oh, uh, by the way, Alan, you got stuff down your shirt there, pal. child i've just got back from the police station i've had an official caution so thanks a bunch you owe me one brother big time doesn't any bugger sing me piano alan <laughs> oh sorry doesn't anyone sing these days show your age much come on don't tell me that it doesn't all sound the same to you these days. I'm professionally prohibited from voicing such opinions, and anyway, I'm not the steering committee member who's appointed to pick the axe. Is that supposed to be a crack at me? The Jesus! You should never scare a Scotsman. Our cholesterol is pure nitroglycerin, you can. Unpleasant surprises seem to be quite the thing around here since I returned. Do not make a connection out of that. Can I get you something, Evie? Yeah, you can get a clean shirt for a start. I'm working on it. You better be. Uh, but right now we were in the middle of something, if you don't mind. I'm all ears. Well, I maybe, but when I say we... Then uh, you rightly include me. Sorry? This is about the Greenborn Festival, isn't it? Yes, but uh, I mean... But I'm not on the steering committee, as you so tactfully reminded me. Well, I'm sure if you apply... I don't need to. This pub is one of the venues for the festival. You know all this. If it's in this pub, then I get a say about it. Like I get to say that I'm not very pleased to see my staff looking like they have an open stomach wound. Your staff? I'm an owner, aren't I? Aye. That's how community-owned pubs work. We all own it. It doesn't give you the right to go all Captain Bly. Mm, that's not quite how they work, actually. We're not all owners. Strictly speaking, we're all shareholders. <laughs> Same difference. Why do people think using tautologies wins arguments? It's a huge difference when you have one major shareholder. But we don't have a major... Ah. Oh. Got it. Oh, balls. That's Erbal's boss, Alan. Yes? Well, he's had a rat up his bum about something and it definitely wasn't the laundry. Bit more ice, please. Thanks. He's always a bit suspicious. Goes with your territory, you have to admit. This is a weapons-grade hump he's got lately. But he's got no proof. Sorry? But, that is, if there's anything to prove. Don't you start. Traffic lights at the junction of High Street that was out the park, G. I mean, look at those hits, you're trending. <laughs> Only in a five-kilometre radius. This time next year, man, hashtag at G will be a brand. I mean, listen to this. Wicked drive home. And this. You could really go a daily dose of that. And this one's a bit longer, but it ends with awesome as... F I guess he ran out of characters. Or crashed his car because he was texting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even be here if it weren't for you, bruv. Nah, you were meant to be here. Actually, that's total garbage. You're meant to be national. That means a lot to me, Lewis. He got it, bro. Look, you mean a lot to me. <laughs> Well, sorry, Lewis. That wasn't the it I meant. Gee, I'm sorry. That's OK. I just... I wasn't... Uh... Lewis! Greenborn was devised by Colin Brake, based on an original idea by Colin Brake and Andrew Mark Saul. 
The producer was Helen Quigley and the director was Andrew Mark Saul. Greenborn is a B7 Media production. For more cast and crew and updates, visit greenborn.co.uk.